man, moving really sucks. Got to pack everything up in boxes, bubble wrap, all the breakables. Huh? No, I'm not really moving. Yes, I think I found a new home. It's called Social Home, and it's right here on episode number 22 of the Self-Hosted Podcast. You're listening to the Self-Hosted Podcast, where we talk about taking control of your privacy and data without all the technical jargon. We promise not to talk over your head and use common sense language for normal everyday people. Now here's your host, Uncle Bonehead. That's right, it's episode number 22 of the Self-Hosted Podcast, second episode of the Roaring Twenties. Uh, yeah just quick couple of pieces of housekeeping it's um our sponsor in this episode episode is jenny mcqueen go over to pay.jennymcqueen.jenny.today and uh donate to her uh i've got a new no tracking rss feed i did not realize this but there was on on phonedmedia.com there's those share buttons and I think those are throwing in some tracking stuff. So uh, special thanks to Nash Barshaft on Mastodon. Um, he showed me a way to create a, well, he did. He created this RSS feed from archive.org. And what it does is it does a uh, search for archive.org for the Telephone podcast. And dude, it works. I honestly, I I thought of this before, but I didn't think it was going to work. But uh, apparently it does work. So new link is in the show notes as well as posted on boneheadmedia.com. Um, now, I, I I went ahead and did it. I, I was holding out for uh, a VPS. And was going to reinstall Hubzilla and fire up my hubzilla back up again but uh i decided no i'm gonna go with social home um social home is very cool we're gonna talk about that in the featured segment here pretty coming up so i don't want to get too far into it but uh if you're on activity pub like mastodon or whatever you can follow me at at uncle bonehead at socialhome.network and uh the links are in the show notes Imagine that. <laughs> now, my ultimate goal is to move bone, boneheadmedia.com to social home and make it my personal site. Um, Jason Robinson is a developer of social home, and he's done that with Jason Robin. Jason, what, what's the link? Yeah, jasonrobinson.me. And it looks just like a website. A personal website, but it's a social networking site, and it is—it's just badass. Um, quick update on the Funkwell podcast uh, development: uh, you're, which you're more than welcome to join in these meetings uh, that we have on Matrix. Uh, go check out the Funkwell forums for. The dates, there's a pad that's got them all on there. 
I can't think of them off the top of my head, but they're pretty much every Thursday at 1700 UTC. So, um, yeah, last week we had, in the meeting, we had uh, some wireframes put together. And, dude, they, it's, they're just beautiful. And Funk Whale is going to be awesome. And I can't wait to say Funk Whale putting the pod back in podcasting and making all of my podcasts available on the Fediverse, but it's originating on the Fediverse. That's what I'm looking for. That's just absolutely freaking awesome. And for now, we're let's just get into the news and get this done and going. <laughs> Opus MT, it's an open source alternative to Google Translate. It's gotten started. I've got it linked in the show notes. I have not tried it yet, but it does look an awful lot like Google Translate. And uh, looks like you can go from English or whatever, ML, CY, Espanol, ES, Spanish, to B-N-A-S-C-Y-M-R. France, Finley, Finnish, ML, and H. I don't know what those are, but, but it looks really cool. It's opusmt.wmflabs.org. So it is is very cool. Go check that out. It's an open source alternative to Google Translate. Um, there is also a Fediverse search engine. It's uh search.social and I really don't know okay it says it's a search engine for the public posts and profiles on the Fediverse public posts are gathered from the network from multiple collectors and indexed for search made and ran by at Haruf at Paroma.fr um, there's a way to opt out of it the recommended best way to set your account non-indexable in your meta tags. On Mastodon, this is the opt-out of search engine indexing setting and preferences and then other. In your search.social account settings and instance admins can you know, do stuff on there too. Uh, it's a search engine just for the Fediverse, which is very, very freaking cool. Again, that's search.social. Uh, Fediverse.party This is kind of the first part of the main topic But uh, it, it, Fediverse.party did a 2019 I guess Fediverse re- year in review um, It's very cool uh, Some interesting things that, that they got in here Uh in 2019, the Fediverse grew from 3.986 instances to 5.027. Basically, that's a thousand new servers online for the Fediverse, which is just absolutely freaking awesome. And that translates into roughly 1.8 million newcomers to the Fediverse. Uh, 
the top five growing networks that grew the fastest was Pleroma, Mastodon, Write Freely, PixelFed, and then PeerTube. And then the next three down are Miss Key, Plume, and Funk Whale. Very, very cool. Um, there's been at least 13 new networks that have tried to become part of the Fediverse. Everything from Mobilizon, from Framasoft, to that. Uh, wow. Clear on down to like Paristat. It doesn't even say what that is. Um, Moontree Project, it's a link aggregator. Uh, Epicon. Ep Epic Epicon. I guess that's how you pronounce it. It's an activity pub server written in Python for low-powered hardware. For, you know, like a Raspberry Pi type thing. There's one called Honk, which is an activity pub server focused on minimal setup and support costs. Lemmy, that's an alternative to Reddit, written in Rust. Gansio, a shared agenda for local communities that supports Activity Hub. Uh, Goop. Project adds group support type actors forwarding posts to group members. Kibu, a highly customizable multi-protocol social networking server. Kanzaki, activity buff speaking server in OCaml. Actors Cafe, a lightweight single user microblogging platform smithereen. A vcontact like social network written in Java. And they've got a Full, full list of Fediverse projects in development on the miscellaneous page of Fediverse.party. There's been three major forks. A uh, Mastodon fork called Hometown. Um, excuse me. A Miskey fork called Dolphin. That's meant, excuse me, for just one user. Uh, another another Miskey fork called Groundopolis. Uh, there's a thing called ForgeFed. It's an upcoming federation protocol. It's like it's built as an extension to ActivityPub, and it's meant to, for interoperability between version control services. So, like, you've got ActivityPub is on one version, and then you've got Diaspora protocol on another version they can't talk to each other but you know you have to wait till one updates to another this is going to going to going to merge those two things together and then they go through the uh the 2019 timeline and two things in january happened Frendica successfully adopted the activity pub protocol uh, and Mastodon received a Samsung Stack Zero grant. Uh, in February, Google actually wrote code for Mastodon. Uh, two things happened in March. Paloma had its first stable release, and Social Home adds Activity Pub Federation. Uh, in April, Write Freely searches for new developers on a contract basis, becoming a Fediverse project that creates free and open software jobs. Um, in May, the Fediverse had a birthday. Technically, it was 11 years and counting. 
So happy birthday, belated birthday, Fediverse. Sorry, I was not around. <laughs> uh, in July, Hubzilla community announces a call for participation to standardize the ZOT protocol used in Hubzilla and ZAP software. Also in July, PixelFed starts federating with other Fedi networks. A long-awaited update, it says. <laughs> in August, Activity Pub Conference in Prague. Uh, it's got a link to the videos that you can watch. In October, Framasoft releases the first beta version of MobileZon. In November, GNU Social Test Federation over Activity Pub. Also in November, PixelFed get, gets a grant from NL.net. And in November, Indian users massively leave Twitter for Mastodon. And man, that was huge. Uh, another thing that happened in November, the well-known activist Errol Balkan spoke at the European Parliament about the future of internet regulation and the role of Fediverse platforms. You can watch his video online uh, speaking to the European Parliament. Three things, three major things happened in December. Funkwell started federating with Mastodon. Users from Scotland massively joined Mastodon using the popular hashtag Twitter Exodus Scotland. And then mass Spanish speakers migrate from Twitter to Mastodon using the popular hashtag Yo Migro Amstodon. <laughs> I didn't even realize that one. <laughs> That's awesome. There's a, a couple of major things that's going to happen in 2020. The Fediverse Confidence in Barcelona. And there's a link to the uh, official account for updates. And here's a spoiler from the future. Millions of people discovering Fediverse networks and migrating from centralized silos. Be prepared. <laughs> now here's they do talk about some of the issues that needs to be resolved and here's the issue it's a big problem people are still flocking to the big servers and not enough there's not enough small ones um, the whole idea of decentralization and the Fediverse is to self-host your stuff so that you're not relying on these big companies I mean, yeah, these, some of these companies that are out here now in the Fediverse are trustworthy, like OVHS, OVH, uh, Hetzner, Cloud, I don't know why, but Cloudfire, I wouldn't call them uh, reputable, I guess, but uh, DigitalOcean, I mean, these, these are some good providers, and... Uh, the problem is people are leaving like Twitter or Facebook or whatever and coming over to Mastodon and Pixelbed and all the other Fediverse place. They're just joining another server. So it's they're making a smaller server bigger. But it's not it's not solving the problem, it's cre it's recreating the problem. So we gotta the idea is to get everybody to host their own. So that's still the problem. And now we're going to get into 
social hall. Right after this. Social Home is best described as a federated personal profile with social networking functionality. Users can create rich content using Markdown and all content can be pinned to the user's profile and all content will federate to contacts in the federated social web. Federation happens using the ActivityPub and Diaspora protocols. And it sounded like I just read that, and that's basically what I just did. <laughs> that's their official <laughs> official wording. Um, social Home is just cool. That's the best way to describe it. Um, it's kind of like Hubzilla, only different. See, Hubzilla tries to do all this extra stuff, but Social Home doesn't. Social Home is intended to be your personal profile for everybody. And everybody on the other networks on the Fediverse can follow it. And that's it. And this is exactly what I've been looking for. Um, in my own honest opinions, the pros far outweigh the cons on it. I mean, let's just go over the pros. Looks very cool. And it's easy on the eyes to read. There's not a lot of clutter. You can make it as cluttered as you want, or you can... You know, make it as simple as you want. It's very cool like that. Um, it uses Markdown when you to put you know write posts on it, and it's got a preview available. Um, it's got the ability to pin content so that you can make it look like a personal website, which is what I want to do with Bonehead Media. It just I just need a VPS to put it on. Um, there's a, Choice of six different streams for you to follow. You can follow your followers when you well, you can follow your followers. You can you can see when you log in, you can see a stream of your followers, what they post, or you can see the entire public Fediverse, or you can see just the tags that you're interested in. You can see just the local stuff that's on your. Uh, server that you're on your instance um or you can see your own stuff that you put on there and see all the interactions that you're getting with other people um it's very easy to follow with follow other people um hubzilla was somewhat confusing to me on how to follow other people off-site and on-site um this one's easy just at whatever their name is and the server they're on and put it in the search and boom, there they are. Pops up, click the little plus sign in and you're following them. Um, I already mentioned that it's similar to Hubzilla, but it, I think it's, it's easier to use because it doesn't try to do everything that Hubzilla does. I mean, Hubzilla tries to be your, be, tries to, uh, you can use it as a file host if you want. And, you know, 
that's too much for me. Um, it's got a command line client that's available as a Snap app for you know Unix users. Unix users. <laughs> I'm a Linux user. <laughs> it has a command line app available as a Snap app, and it works somewhat well on Firefox Mobile. But here are my three cons. Currently, there is no desktop app or Android app, nor is there anything in development. Um, it does need a dark mode. It's way too bright in a dark room. It's a white website, background website. If you can darken that up a little bit, yeah, it'd be perfect. And uh, there's currently only six instances, six nodes, with 1,352 users, 23,217 posts, and 3,794 comments. So I would, personally, I would love to see more people use it, but that's okay, because you can still interact with the other networks. That's what just continuously blows my mind about the Fediverse. You don't have to be on the same network that everybody else is. You can follow anybody, anywhere. Um, but I think I'm going to end up staying with it, and I won't be returning to Hubzilla for the time being. I mean, this this is exactly what I've been looking for, a place to put my regular content and be social all at the same time in the same place. Um, it's just absolutely awesome. Um, that's going to be all I'm going to talk about for social home. But uh, I did want to say that I was in the Funk Whale community spotlight. Um, I was asked to be on the spotlight, in the spotlight on the Funk Whale community blog. So, of course, I said, yeah, um, you can go read it over there. But I thought this is, this is a podcast and I'm a podcaster that I should just do an audio version of it because I hate typing and I hate writing. Uh, so, um, I had, I asked Casey to ask me some questions and I think we're going to do that here in just, just a few seconds. Casey, let's see if I can find her. Okay. Open with sudo dot slash Casey enter and fucking password. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready for this? It's the Funk Whale Community Spotlight for January 6th, 2020. I present to you Uncle Bonehead. Welcome Bonehead. Now, I already know who you are, since you're my boss. But tell us who you are and where you're at in the world. Thank you, Casey. I'm uh, Uncle Bonehead, also known as Ryan Ridenauer. Um I'm a truck driver, so I can literally be anywhere in the United States, but I, I live in St. John's, Michigan. Um, yeah, um, you can find me on boneheadmedia.com and mastodon.social and social home. Dot network. Now, how did you find Funk Whale? 
Well, I hope you don't mind, but I I like to talk and I have to give a little backstory. Sorry if your interview gets a little long. Don't blame me. Blame the coffee. Over the last several years, I started absolutely hating Facebook and Google, just social media in general. My wife and I went car shopping one day. Then I, when I got home, I noticed that there were car ads everywhere. I looked when I was online and, and in my email, on Facebook, even on freaking Hulu. I said I was done with it all and started searching how to get rid of Google. I ran across a website called switching.social, which is now switching.software, which is just basically a list of ethical alternatives to products and services such as Facebook and Google. I ran across Yinohost, then I ran across Fediverse.party and stood on that for a couple of weeks. But then the concept of the Fediverse hit me like a ton of bricks and I realized just exactly what it was. So like every other podcaster out there, I started looking for podcasts about it to learn more. Found a couple, but nothing I really understood. Not a coder or anything like that. So I started a podcast of my own to learn about the Fediverse and self-hosting with YNO Host. Uh, then I wanted to have a podcast actually on the Fediverse and ran across Funkwell. I admit, at first when I ran across Funkwell, I was like, yeah, it's an old, okay, so it's a music player, so what? But then I actually experienced it. It was nothing like I, I I expected. I I heard about the podcasting features that were on the roadmap, and I knew I had to either keep a close eye on the project or actually, you know, get involved in some way. I've been in the open source and Linux community since 2010, so I'm not a stranger to it, but I've never felt like I was doing my share to contribute back to it. Um, sure, I've made logos, some minor documentation, and tried to help new users in some projects. But outside of evangelizing for projects, I really can't do anything since I don't code. And I really honestly don't know anything outside of a user's perspective. Well, since you can't do any of those things, what kind of work are you doing on the project? Well, I guess, guess you could say I'm consulting on the way podcasting works. I've been doing podcasting since 2006 and have used several different services over the years, so I seem to have a pretty broad scope of the industry and the way the apps work from the, both the listener and a producer's perspective. What got you into podcasting? Well, back in 2005, got married, got a girl pregnant, and... Uh, <laughs> I got a local driving job, which gave me more time to play my guitar again. I wanted to record on the computer, so I started looking for tutorials and ran across some podcasts, specifically the Musicians, Cool Musicians Cooler and Insomnia Radio. And they turned me on to the Podsafe Music Network, where I submitted my music, and that's when I realized there's a whole lot more artists out there that are way better than I could ever be. So I took inspiration from Insomnia Radio and started the Uncle Bonehead show in 2006 from my living room with a baby making noises in the background. The Uncle Bonehead show grew to around 2,500 subscribers and began broadcasting live on three internet radio stations. It then evolved into Loud and Proud, which has more of a was more of a comedy slash talk show, and it it ended pretty abruptly with a job change back in 2014 but I kept with my love for the music of music podcasting you know by starting intro radio and while it was sporadic 
it was enough that it spawned a brief radio station. I have plans to bring Intro Radio back as a Funk Whale instance once the podcasting support is implemented. I took some time away from podcasting to be a dad and started trucking nuts and break one nine podcasts about a year ago. And now the only one I'm currently producing is the self-hosted podcast. What is your favorite part of the project so far? The Federation. The whole concept of being able to share and interact with other people on other instances still just blows my mind. That and being involved with Funk Boyle is such an early stage in its development. I am both giddy and nervous as hell. I absolutely love it. What do you like the most about contributing to Funk Whale? And what is the most frustrating part? Well, let's see. What do I like the most? Working with the real heroes of the world. People that are doing this thing as a passion and not just because it's a job. People like Elliot that can turn a bunch of numbers and characters on a screen into something that works and brings joy to people. That's what puts smiles on people's faces and warmth in their hearts. People like Elliot and the other devs, not just Funk Whale, but the Fediverse in general, those are the magicians, the sorcerers of today. They, they have skill and the know-how to make the world a better and safer place for people like me who don't know any better. As for frustrating myself, I've never done anything like this before, not knowing how to con communicate my thoughts into words that a technical person will understand. Sometimes they just don't come out right. I am a truck driver. and We have always been a rather We've always had a rather gruff way of talking to each other. We're, I mean, we've got our own language on the CB radio, so sometimes I have to remember that I'm not talking to another truck driver. Tim Vor? <laughs> Sorry, I could pass that one up. What do you do when you aren't funk whaling? Well, since I drive truck for a living, that kind of eats up most of my time. But outside of that, I love being a dad to an awesome 15-year-old playing guitar candlelight dinners and long walks on the beach. Did I mention also that I do the podcast? Who's your favorite Funk Whale mascot? Wanda. There is no other mascot besides Wanda. Really? Mine too. No, no, that's, that's, that's not possible. You can't possibly have a favorite mascot because you're just a computer. No, no. There's no way. Okay, so maybe I am just saying that because you told me to. Okay, get back to the interview and hit me with that last question. Describe your perfect Sunday. Well, Sundays are a play day for me. That's the day, one day a week that I actually get to be in front of the computer with all kinds of windows open, recording, streaming, playing with audio. I'm an early bird, so I usually don't sleep past 3 o'clock in the morning. That's when I'm up doing show notes, getting ready to record an episode of the self-hosted podcast. I usually wait till everyone in the house is awake before I actually start recording just to be nice. My dog is laying on the floor next to me on the right and a cup of hot coffee in my left. I'm in bliss doing what I like to do, which is not sitting in a chair, rolling down the highway at 65 mile an hour with a steering wheel for a desktop. If anybody wants to check out the self-hosted podcast, you can find it right here on boneheadmedia.com. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever free podcasts are sold. By the way, it's coming soon to Funk Whale. So this is going to conclude episode 22 
of the Self-Hosted Podcast. Remember, check out socialhome.network and follow me on Social Home. And yeah, I'm going to slowly start migrating all of Bonehead Media over to Social Home. So we'll catch you guys again next time on episode number 23 of the Self-Hosted Podcast. Until then, always be good, always be safe, and never ever stick your password where you wouldn't stick your face. boneheadmedia.com This podcast can be found on Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever free podcasts are sold. If you like this show you can support Uncle Bonehead at coffee.com slash boneheadmedia or liberapay.com slash unclebonehead slash donate. Music is generously provided by Unfa. Support him at patreon.com slash unfa. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons 4.0 license. I am Casey and I approve this message. Thank you for listening to the self-hosted podcast. See you all on the next episode.